Hello, hello, and welcome back to Agency Nation Radio. My name is Ryan Hanley. I will be your host today, as always, and I am joined by a very special guest, another one of our 2017 Elevate speakers, Eric Narcisco, the founder, CEO, president of Effective Coverage, a um, renter's insurance online. I don't know if you can call yourself a startup agency anymore, but you were at one time. You know, I still like to be called a startup, but uh, truth be told, we're not really one because we started about uh, 10 years ago. Yeah, so you you were very much a startup from scratch agency and have kind of uh, worked your way through all the the trials and obstacles and, and various things that a startup agency has to deal with. And now you what, 50,000 plus uh, policies in place and, and growing almost every day, right? Yeah, it's been a tremendous journey. Um, the first years, and I say years being plural, you know, we would sell one, two, three, four, five policies a day. But then every year we would go to six, seven, 10 policies a day, and then 20 policies a day and 30 policies a day. So it's been a tremendous journey. Over 50,000 policies sold, working in 40 states around the country. Um, and it's super exciting. So in all in full disclosure to our audience here, uh, Mr. Narcisco is actually my brother-in-law. He is married to my wife's twin sister, uh, who the two of them work at the Murray Group, which is my old agency. And uh, just because why not insurance? Um, Eric works uh, in the same building as the Murray Group here in Albany, but is uh, like you said, all forty states selling renters insurance. So, dude, I. So for, I remember. A nom- so for to all the listeners, just so they're very clear, for a nominal fee, um, all of your dirty secrets can be shared. Um, <laughs> and I w- as you mentioned, I will be at the conference. So <laughs> just keep that in mind for all the listeners out there. Yeah, you are not allowed to get drunk at Elevate. Very nominal fee. <laughs> <y'all. laughs> um, so I, the reason, I mean, obviously you have, a, you have an incredible story and I wanted to tell it, but um, – I want to go back and, and talk a little bit about uh, and be and be uh, talk a little bit about the early days because I think um, so many agencies, so many independent agencies, are not startup agencies anymore, right? They uh, 10, 20, 30 years old, forty years old, second generation, third generation. Um, the days of having to grind through uh, finding carriers that will believe in what you're trying to do, and in particularly. Uh, you having such a unique niche. I don't think a lot of people focus on renters insurance. So lately, it seems to be um, the thing, right? There's a bunch of startup kind of insure tech agencies that are going after the space. But um, you've been at this for a long time. And I remember the days of us being in the car and, and us having to pull over so that you could sell a renter's insurance policy while we were like on family trips and stuff. So yeah, talk to us a little bit about those early days and kind of why you decided to start Effective Coverage, because I don't think it's intuitive to everybody, but you've been so successful. Yeah, I mean, it's insurance is a funny, a funny animal. Um, and I think, you know, while I, I have a little bit of an interesting story, I mean, it's a story that's been replicated by thousands of young producers who start year one trying to sell insurance. And whether you're working for an agency or you started an agency, it's that grind and doing whatever you have to do to sell an insurance policy. So while we may have targeted the niche, and we could talk about that, and I may have had some experience working for commercial carriers, we could talk about that. 
you know, I think what everyone in this space realizes is that in order to be successful in insurance, you need a level of persistency and endurance and just grit in order to get through those early years. And I unfortunately, or fortunately, and I'm not really sure which one, picked wrenches insurance. So that those early days of torture were just elongated because there was never the big win of selling you know, a relatively medium-sized business, a nice policy, and getting a bigger commission check, right? We were selling $180 policies, so nothing was fast, and nothing came quickly and easily. It's a really uh, interesting word, um, you know, when, when, you're, when you were talking about uh, what, what it takes uh, it, it really is a grind, you know, it, no matter what you do. I mean, I remember the early days of selling. I was, I was like almost in tears some days, like coming home, like cashing my, my, for the month, $175 commission check, you know, as you just like trying to grind through these new relationships. Um, you know, maybe I, I think it, it's pretty interesting that you chose renter's insurance to me and, and, uh, and, and we've talked about it many, many times, but why renter's insurance and, and why, you know, what was the value proposition yeah. in, when you decided to start the company? Yeah. So truth be told, I had an opportunity in this space specifically. So my background before starting Effective Coverage was working for Chubb and I was running the property book of business for their real estate practice out of New York City. And what that job entailed was helping large multifamily apartment owners uh, insure their properties. So we would insure anywhere from 5,000 to literally a 100,000 apartment property owner and their properties. And what we quickly realized is that, and while they may have a giant deductible, those deductibles could go away in what was called an aggregate retention. And us as underwriters at Chubb started paying a lot of claims that were originating from tenant negligence. So somebody would cause a kitchen fire, there'd be a $25,000 claim. Somebody started um, water damage from an overflowed sink and it dripped down through the building, there'd be a $50,000 claim. These were all claims that were originating and we were paying because renters didn't have insurance. If you couple that experience with one that I had about five years before, when I was a renter living in Plainsboro, New Jersey, and I had a fire and didn't have renter's insurance. So here I was two times in my life now being impacted by renter's insurance. So the hammer was really being dropped on my head that I needed to do something in the renter's insurance space. Pitch this program and the solution internally at Chubb as something that we could offer to our commercial clients. It wasn't the right fit for Chubb at the time, so I resigned. Um, I found great partners at Travelers to launch the program, and then I reached back out to all those old brokers and clients that I had been working with while at Chubb and said, listen, I know you're paying these claims, and I know the fact that your renters aren't maintaining insurance is impacting your bottom line and making you uh, pay more money for your commercial insurance. Let me roll out this program for you, and we could help mitigate the cost. Now, their answer was, aren't you the underwriter from Chubb? What are you doing calling me about this? And it took me about five years to convince them. But slowly but surely, um, they saw the value. They saw that we could deliver on the tracking of insurance and the issuing of insurance. And that's how I found my way into the renter's insurance niche that we've since expanded on. 
Yeah, the thing that we always go back and forth about um, when we're talking is you consider yourself an insurance agent, and I've always considered you a technology company. And when I look into your business and I think, you know, uh, you know, and this isn't discounting the work that you do because I know you guys are incredibly efficient and effective at selling renter's insurance. But but what the value that you that you built inside this agency wasn't just insurance, right? It was this ability to tell a property owner, you're 97% insured with renters and here's the 3% that don't have renters insurance mm-hmm. today. And, and you know, you can, so you, here's your, where your exposure is. And at any given time, allowing a property owner to better understand like a snapshot of where their exposure is inside um, th- their overall uh, universe of properties. And it's almost like, I don't want to use the word loss leader because it diminishes the, you know, exactly what you've built, but um, it's such an interesting way to look at um, to look at the, the value proposition of an agency, not just being our facilitation of the purchase, but, but we can be so much more to our clients, um, specifically if we dive into a niche like this. Yeah. And we had to dive in deep because what ended up happening was, you know, we had the business plan, we had the concept and said, okay, let's go sell some renters insurance and tell the landlords where they're living. So what do you do? You, you call up, you know, AMS and, and these other agency management and providers and say, here's what I'm looking to do. And this is circa 2007. And, you know, their capabilities to allow us to show property managers in a seamless way at that time, who has insurance and who does not, and a way for us to store the data and facilitate that interaction. And even just quickly issue a renter's insurance policy and quickly gather that information uh, was just not there. So what we had to do, and it wasn't, it was necessity more than more than trying to be creative. We had to build our own agency management system. Uh, so we now have developers on staff and we now have our completely self-supported agency management system that allows us to move quickly when we see an opportunity. So again, it wasn't planned that we would have this and be fast and dynamic and be able to do bind online and store you know, the traffic that comes to our website and, and issue a policy in just minutes. But it, it ended up being that way, luckily. Um, and we had great developers to work with along the way to, to get us to where we are today. You know, the interesting thing that I, that I hear in that story um, is you I, so many times i hear agents um complain about the limitations of their agency management system or the limitations of a specific technology tool and what i heard you say was um you didn't allow those limitations to limit your business and i think that's a really important lesson uh for for all agencies out there that uh, there are plenty of solution providers. There are there are the the tried and true kind of legacy agency management systems, which work incredibly effectively for for many many uh, agencies. But if they don't work, there are a lot of other solutions. There are new players in the market, and there's also the option of going out and building these things yourselves. Now, I think you would tell them, do not go build it yourself <laughs> first, right? That should be your first uh, your yeah. first path. But the idea that that to a certain extent to, to separate yourself and add value, it, there isn't really a path for this kind of stuff. I mean, there was nobody like holding your hand going, yes, Eric, and here is the next step that you take in order to build a niche renter's insurance agency. 
Yeah, I mean, that was the exciting part. And, you know, there were plenty of mistakes along the way, and we spent plenty of money that we shouldn't have spent. Um, but I think what we've learned from that is that you're right. Like, we are an insurance provider, but we are a technology platform. And those two really go hand in hand. And I can't say that we're a technology platform if we don't have our own technology. And the fact that we now have our own technology and the ability to do what we do um, is really helping us be excited about what's to come over the next five and 10 years with new partnerships and new opportunities. So one of the things that you did maybe three or four years ago was you were looking at the marketplace and you uh, you have all these relationships and you're continuing you're constantly continuing to build these relationships with property owners. But um, you made a move uh, to to do something in addition to that, which was focus on uh, search engine optimization and, and search traffic in general. Talk to me a little bit about that move because that's additional money that you had to spend into that. You had to hire a copywriter and uh, and and that was a pretty uh, big move for your business in, in, in generating this additional source of opportunities uh, for renters insurance policies. So talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I'm your brother-in-law. So <laughs> I couldn't have like the Zen master of digital marketing for insurance agencies as a family member and not try and take some of the medicine and, uh, and see where it took us. So yeah, you know, without giving you any credit, I'll give you some notion of it, you know, of, of credit. <laughs> it's okay to say that I built your content strategy for you. That's okay. You can say that. Can we pause the recording so that doesn't get actually caught on the on the videotape? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we, we we saw an opportunity and saw the, and we and we saw the success that you and and other people were having by just getting really good at digital marketing. Um, especially when you niche down. And, and I remember you telling me about uh, the guy in, with a food truck company. And, yeah, insuremyfoodtruck.com. Insuremyfoodtruck. And then, you know, there were other niches that like, we're seeing do this. And the answer was like, there's no reason why we can't do this for renter's insurance. Um, now, the truth be told, it turns out to be a tremendous amount of work. Um and that's like the dirty little secret of content that's marketing. That's the dirty secret, right? Like you were like, just do a hundred videos and it'll be great. But like, the truth is, like we had to do five hundred videos and and constant uh, content marketing and trying to really deliver value to people so that when they find the, the rankings and they actually spend time on the page and they give the signals to Google that they're getting value from our platform. Um, so that worked. And, you know, now if you Google California renters insurance or New Jersey renters insurance, um, we'll be in the top one, two, three of organic search results. And that's something that just pays dividends every day. Now, we didn't see a nickel of return on investment in year one and or two, but now we do. And, and now it's just keep your foot on the gas and um, and keep on getting smarter and better at what you do as the world gets smarter and better around you as well. You know, and it kind of takes us back to what you said really early on about persistence, right? It isn't just in selling the policies. It's in the entire business itself. Nothing in this industry happens as fast as we want it to. And, you know, we, we had this conversation while you were doing the content marketing work, right? I mean, you were putting the posts out there and doing all the things and, 
and and things weren't happening as quickly as you wanted them to. And, uh, you know, and we, we talked about this over beers many times. And eventually, all of a sudden, things started to click over and you guys kind of got the rhythm and you got the cadence of what you need to do and the yeah. internal linking and blah, 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 blah. And now, all of a sudden, it's a huge part of your business. And really, um, just like at trustedchoice.com, it's one of the the competitive advantages that you have uh, over almost all your competition where they're yeah. going out and having to pay uh, PPC and banner ads and all this kind of stuff. You don't necessarily need to do that today. I mean, you can get there someday if you wanted to, but unlike with them where they have to do it in order to attract new business, that it's it's not something you have to do in order to grow. Yeah. I mean, it's just like being a farmer, right? You, you plant your, your uh, a garden and then you plant a bigger garden and then you plant a field and year after year after year, you see your crop and you find out what's working and what's not. And there is no magic bullet to it. Um, there is no spend $100 on a, on a webinar and you can figure it all out. Um, it's really down to how are you executing trial and error. Um, but it's exciting when you start to own that real estate and that space that can only be owned with effort and diligent and, and diligent execution. Yeah. And the the cool thing is too, um, and again, this is something that we've talked about a bunch of times is the really large direct and captive competition who, you know, there was a time, uh, maybe even, I, you know, I can never remember all the exact dates, but I think even when you very first started and certainly when I first started at the Murray group with this stuff, um, you just couldn't knock a state farmer and all state off the rankings. I mean, it was just, it was literally impossible. They had the game so rigged in their favor today. That is simply not the case. Now you have to outwork them. Um, but like you've done with New Jersey Runners Insurance and California Runners Insurance and others, um, you you can still win these places. And right. it's very much uh, it's it's almost like green fields again. It's like it, yeah. it it all burnt up for a while and things have regrown and now it's like another land grab because the level level uh, the playing field has been leveled once again. Yeah. I mean, luckily it was Google who set the land on fire, right? So. You know, when they released their, their updates of their search engine, um, their algorithms with Panda and Penguin, and they said, you know, like you said, it used to be State Farm with their kajillion paid links, or it was, you know, RentersInsuranceDirect.com. And because they bought RentersInsuranceDirect.com in 1999, I could never beat them. Um, but luckily, those changes were made where it said, listen, if you're providing value to people, if you're putting quality content on the internet and if you're doing it repeatedly and consistently, we will reward you. And, and that, that model exists today and hopefully it will exist for the next you know years to come because it just rewards good decision-making and, and, and those who are willing to put in the hard work. So I know that you follow the InsureTech movement pretty closely mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know, for, to a certain extent, you are, you know, and consider yourself an, an InsureTech company as you rightly should. Um, you know, what are you seeing that you think uh, our listeners, agents, uh, carrier representatives who listen to the show, we have lots of them as well and, and other vendors. What, what should we be thinking about from your perspective, someone who, who built an online agency, who sells in a niche space, who has built a lot of technology themselves and mixed it. Uh, very much so with a traditional agency model. I mean, I think a lot of people would be surprised how you have this one side of your business, which is very insurance technology, and this other side of your business, which would, which I think 
for the most part, would line up pretty closely with what a lot of uh, traditional agencies would do, a human mm-hmm. being talking on a phone selling policies. So looking at that kind of dynamic that you have in your in, in your business, uh, you know, what are you looking out at in the insure tech space? What are some things that you're following and, and where is your head at with some of this stuff? You know, I would say like a lot of people, it's, it's, it's exciting to follow. It's interesting to follow. And I think there are some things to be learned by following it, but I think we still have to stay focused on our businesses and just building and growing our businesses. You know, I get excited because I see people now talking about insurance. I see other young people moving into insurance and I see investors saying, okay, there's opportunity here. Um, and I think that's incredibly exciting, incredibly good for our industry. What what the incumbents have in this space, and that could be a small agent to Marsh, and it could be from a local mutual all the way up to Travelers or Hartford, is those relationships that help us run our businesses and that helped us be successful. So when I look at how do we um, continue to, to, to innovate and to prosper, I say, how are we leveraging the partnerships that we have? Um, and now we're in that niche space, right, looking for landlords. But like what other partnerships are there where we can offer renters insurance? Um, and I think what every local agent and every county needs to be doing is saying, where, what are the ways that we can leverage our distribution channels utilize technology and offer a product that's more affordable and the way the consumer of that product wants to get it. And not every consumer wants it the same way. Some buy it online, some want it over the phone, some want to come to you in person. Um, But making sure that we're really offering people a transaction that fits their lifestyle and utilizing the technology to do it as efficiently as possible. You know, you just made a really interesting point. Oh, there's a couple of interesting points in there. But the, the first one about relationships, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, if there was ever a time to be proactive in your relationship, building, nurturing, uh, leveraging, um, now is the time, right? If, if I've learned anything watching you grow your agency, I mean, no one came to you and said, here, Eric, here's five million bucks to go grow your agency, right? Or no one said, here, Eric, you can use my entire call center and go right ahead. It's all yours, right? You had to go out and find the brokers, find the, you know, every relationship that you have today, you had to go out and build yourself and figure it out. It's not like there was a path. I mean, we said that before. And, uh, you know, and obviously I have a ton of respect for you and, and, and how you did that. I think a lot of agencies today, um, and I and I'm not trying. This is a broad stroke, so so understand there are there are there are many unique cases out there. But I think uh, too often we as an industry are are sitting back on some of the the what the comfortable relationships that we have maybe developed over the course of of a career, and we've become uncomfortable with starting new relationships, and that has to change if yeah. if, if we're going to grow as an industry. We have to be proactive with building new nodes in the overall network because players like you are just going to continue to grow. I mean, uh, there's going to be more insure tech players in. How do we fit in a company like like Roost Labs, right? Who's going to be on the panel with you at Elevate 2017? Um, you know, he's got a great telematics product that fits in with the IA space really nicely. And uh, I put you two on a panel together on purpose because there's a lot of synergies and. 
I think the two of you are going to be really dynamic in how you talk about this, but, but these new players that look different, they're just as important to the overall network as every traditional piece, and it's how do we start all working together and leveraging these relationships? I think you have to be proactive to do that. And I think I would add on to that, that are you investing in the right things? Right. So are you taking, you know, there are a lot of insurance agencies and, and companies out there that have a tremendous amount of cash flow and a tremendous amount of assets on their balance sheet. Um, are they taking that capital? Are they doing stock buybacks and larger dividends and at the local agency level, you know, better country club memberships? Or are they saying, like, let's keep on growing, let's keep on digitally marketing, let's keep on doing the things that we've done well for a long time, but investing in talent and relationships? Because, you know, relationships take time, and finding that talent takes time, and being dynamic and taking a couple of risks along the way uh, takes time, but it takes effort, and, and, and it also takes some capital. Um, so I would just encourage folks to really be look look at where they're putting their capital that their businesses are turning out um, to invest in the future. And if you want to build some relationships that are going to help your business grow now, Elevate 2017, June 4th, 5th, and 6th in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the majestic Fister Hotel, the Paris of the Midwest, Milwaukee. Um, you're going to have guys like Eric there. You're going to have uh, the CMO of Travelers. You're going to have 280 other independent agents that are leaning forward. That's not including all the great sponsors and their people that we have, including our 25 plus speakers. You're going to have staff from TrustedChoice.com. It's going to be an incredible event. Uh, and if you want to see Eric live, if you want to bump into him, if you want to pick his brain, the best place to do that in the next six weeks, if you if you want to take start leveraging some of the stuff that Eric's talking about, the next six weeks, the best place to do that is Elevate 2017. Go to agencynation.com forward slash Elevate17 to get your ticket today. Use the discount code at checkout, Elevate10, the number's one zero, Elevate10 for an additional 10% off. Big Eye members get a discount as well uh, on top of that. Uh, dude, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. This has been a wonderful teaser. I hope people come out and listen to you, man. I, I appreciate you telling your story here. You bet. See you soon. Bye, everybody. Yeah.